You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. This week on Carly's Couch, we are interviewing Carly herself. So tune in to see where Carly is in her life at this point, 2022. So, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, Lexi. <laughs> hey, Lexi. It seems like when you're the interviewee, your voice gets extra Southern. Um, that's just my observations here. But I'm going to let you. I mean, you did see that, that or that Mezcal Rita or whatever I just said. Wait, where, where, where is it? Done, baby. Oh. <laughs> All right. I was like, oh. <laughs> right. Getting a little more loose. Um, first of all, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, we've really been enjoying having uh, you all participate and engage outside of um, just listening, but leaving comments and five stars and ratings as well. So we do appreciate um, all of you who have been loyal listeners and new listeners as well. I think over time we see different people uh, come in and leave uh, comments and stuff for us as well. So definitely have appreciated seeing the different faces. Mm-hmm. And um, I was looking at our downloads because we get statistics and all that from our downloads and things we had a couple listeners in russia and i was like is this like a farm like you know (laughs) or whatever but we had the most downloads we've had ever actually uh one of one day one of our episodes in may so oh cool well that's good um so shout out to us thank you and so we want to also you know do a little introduction it's important sometimes to reintroduce yourselves um you know, bring it back to us and talk about like who we are, what we're doing right now. Um, so last week, Carly interviewed me um, and asked me all the questions all over my business. Um, so this week, we're going to be talking to Carly and just checking in with where she is at this time in her life. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So my first question for you, Carly, in the past, um, in a couple of different episodes, we've talked about kind of having like a word or intention for the year. Um, what was or is yours for 2022 if you did one? I did. Um, it took me a while to find it because normally they're right at the top of my head or like, you know, I just feel it. Cause I'm one of those people I go by, you know, feeling and I didn't have one until March, I think, but it hit me. Um, I was driving to go teach and I had, I just dropped off some whole letters at the post office and it was like hot and the sun was beaming and I was eating watermelon, like a fresh watermelon I had cut up and I was just vibing on the drive and I was like, man, this is so nourishing. And I was like, oh wow, that's my word this year is nourish. Like I only want to be in relationships and situations. I only want to do things where I feel nourished. Oh, that's a word. <laughs> you could preach off that. That's a good one. Mm. Nourishment. Mm. And that's like a little something different than what we always kind of like say. Um, I think when you talk about these types of things. So it took you a while to get to that point. But I guess you that just hit you so hard that you felt like that's what I'm going to stick with. Oh, yeah. I literally was driving. I was so enjoying everything that was happening. And as I was eating the watermelon, it was like fresh out the fridge. Too, so it was mm. cold. It was hot outside. I was like, man, I just, I feel so nourished and so blessed. And I was like, oh, that's it. Like, I only want to feel like this. Okay. So then let's talk about how nourishment uh, is playing that role and how that's um, been rolling out for you in these different areas of your life. So you just mentioned whole butters as far as you taking those to the post office. Um, so for those who uh, may not know, what is whole butters? Whole butters are all natural, organic, holistic body butters, uh, mango butter, shea butter, jojoba oil, and coconut oil. 
And yeah, apparently they're great for curls and beards, but I created them for your skin because I just love that moment that I have with myself of like rubbing lotion. And I hate being dry. Like when I was little, I could not go to sleep. If my feet were dry, my mom would be so irritated with me. (laughs) But like I always had to have lotion. And so as I got older, I started being more cognizant of all the things we put on our bodies and that the things we put on, like that bath and body works was bad, like all this Mm -hmm. stuff in those lotions. And so I wanted to you know, share something I had been doing for myself for a long time. Like in Dallas, I started doing body scrubs for myself and face scrubs and lip scrubs and masks. And then it led into lotions and body butters. Forgot about it. But when during the pandemic, I was like, you know, let me just start making these again. I really enjoyed it. I got a lot of extra time at the crib. And then uh, somebody tried it and was like, man, why don't you sell these? And I was like, you know what? That's the idea. So you made them for you at first. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, just for myself. So then what has that journey looked like from, oh, maybe I should try to make these and like maybe starting to make bigger batches or even thinking about like, what is this going to be called? What is this going to really be? Did you all of a sudden like you just knew what all it was going to be or how did that like roll out? Well, so actually the body butter rollout wasn't my first idea to launch as like a self-care brand. So everything I do is around holistic health and wellness, but most of it's services. It's teaching, it's being in person with people, it's, you know, more hands-on type of thing. I've never done products, never thought I would ever venture into products just because it seemed kind of like, Ugh, I don't know. It seems like it's a lot to, you know, get done the logistics. Real vendorish and, and broke on the corner. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I ain't trying to be that person. Like, whole butter for you, please. Um, but. In the mall trying to put something on you. know, like, you. let me get some people just rubbing. Like, oh, God. Um, but no, I actually um, wanted to launch. I have the self-care experience um, products that I'm launching soon. And that was my first thought. I was so excited mm-hmm. about it. But then I realized that it just wasn't all together. Similar to me not having my word, it wasn't coming together. And I was like, man, I feel like I'm forcing this right now. And so and I was like, man, why don't I just start with body butters? That's something I know that I want to do. And let's do that. And so I didn't know how it would look. But first I knew I needed to get a formula that was consistent. And I was like, okay, but what formula do I like? What do I want to use? And so I started making, I, my house was a laboratory. It was <laughs> CC's laboratory. And I did, I think, 18, um, 18 batches before I figured out which one I wanted to do. And I tried all kinds of different stuff with cocoa butter and hobo oil and sunflower oil. And I did almond oil, but then I thought about people with nut allergies and, you know, all different stuff. And then 18 batches later, I figured out what I wanted to do. Still didn't have an idea about, like, the size or the containers. I was, like, buying containers off of Amazon. If you're doing products, don't do that. They be getting mm-hmm. your ass. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so once I got the actual formula down, then I was like, okay, let me find the actual containers. And then let me find this. And then let me start designing the labels. At that time, I still didn't know what they were called. Mm-hmm. Um but actually, one of my friends was joking with me. Shout out to them. One day, I'm like, man, you over there making whole butters? And teased me about mm-hmm. it. And I was like, huh, there's something to this. <laughs> and they were like, you can't call something like H-O-E butter. I was like, no, no, no. H-E-A-U-X. <laughs> Take it to New Orleans. Exactly. <laughs> Take it to New Orleans on them. But also, um, it's a play off of holistic. Everything I do mm-hmm. is holistic health and wellness. And I think that a big part of holistic health and wellness is, you know, intimacy with others, with yourself. It's, you know, your routines with you. So why not include a little bit of hope with our holistic? Isn't that always like so much fun when something kind of just comes to you, whether it's from somebody else or it just comes to you. But then you can connect to all those things like, oh, holistic. And like, you know, you can mm-hmm. like put it all together and be like, oh, that does have a story. Um, so it's nice when you have a story cause it feels like, okay, this is really it. Um, you said something earlier about like 
feeling like you're kind of forcing it. Um, talk about what that looks like to maybe have a bigger vision, but how you still have to figure out like where to actually start or like what to do. No, that's a great question. Um, man, still trying to figure that out in my whole life, but I'm glad that I have a great example for this one. So, um, specifically for the, for anything in life, I'm, I'm really guided by how connected I feel to it. And like, I just like know in my gut, like when I know, I know that something is ready. Just like I knew nourishment was my word. I just knew that I wanted to do these products. Um, but I started running into issues when I was like trying to define everything I wanted to include in my packages. And then I was going back and forth on, well, no, what about this? And I just found myself like falling down rabbit holes of like doing research and trying to compare and do other things. And anytime I noticed myself like going more outside of myself for answers, Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, there's, there's Mm -hmm. something. Yeah. There's, I needed, I need to check back in with myself. And so, you know, I took a step back from products altogether. It was just living life. And I was like, well, let me actually, yeah, I have all the pieces of the butters. I think, um, to be honest with myself, I knew that in the beginning, but I was a little bit fearful just because it's so different than what I've been doing. I'm like, what I look like launching a random ass body <laughs> butter project in the middle of the panini and, you know, all mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, so I think that I was kind of doubting myself. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, no, I, I believe in it. Like, I like it. Like, let's just see if other people do. Yeah, and what's interesting out of what you just said there, too, is sometimes um, it seems like it could have been a thing of, like, try to over research a thing or like mm. try to over plan it. Um, and it sounds like you almost got to like a paralysis cause it's like, you're thinking about too much stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it that finally kind of just sparked you to like really do it though? Yeah. Cause I started, um, my 18 batches. I started back in August of 2020. I didn't launch until August of 2021, but I had figured out my butter uh, formula back in like March or April of 2021. And then I kept tinkering with the labels and I kept tinkering with my launch thing. And I was like, man, I don't have enough people on my email list and I don't have my marketing put together. And I just kept on telling myself all these reasons why I couldn't. And I got tired of listening to myself one day, to be honest. I was like, bro, either you're going to do it right now or we're just going to stop talking mm-hmm. about it. And so I was like, okay, let's launch on, uh, I think it was 8-21-22 or 8-21-21. I was like, let's just do it. Like, I don't care. And then I also found out, because I'm one of those people who also see symbols and everything. I was like, oh, it was like a, a lion's full moon. And like, you know, it was all this <laughs> stuff on the same day. I hopped in Coastal. Like, Let me check this launch date. See it was what's like, going on. <laughs> it's right after I had decided. I was like, look. I give, I'm going to give myself three days and I'm just going to put it out there and it's just going to be what it is and I can get better, but it'll, I'll never be able to get better to learn how to improve something if I don't just put it into the world. Mm-hmm. And so I just gave myself three days and I was like, well, here we go. Yeah. Sometimes you do just got to do that. <laughs> so did you learn anything then, um, from like starting launching, um, through the next few months? Oh my God. It has been I've learned so many things. Um, there's so many things you don't know, but that's the cool thing about actually starting something because we can all fall into that analysis paralysis. Too much research, you're on Google, you think you're an expert, but you don't know until you actually go play tennis. Like you can look up how to play and you can read about it all day, but until you're actually on a court, you don't know how to do it. Um, and so in launching, <laughs> I realized I launched, but I didn't have any packages to package them and, and send oh. them. And I was like, oh, <laughs> slow girl. And so I was like, okay. So I started going to box stores. So I finally got my boxes and I was like, man, it's kind of hot outside. I don't want them to melt. Okay. They probably should go in some type of bag. So they're not, cause I hate when I get packages mm-hmm. and there's greasy stuff on the outside. Like I am incensed. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, how can I avoid that? And I was like, man, there's also this insulation because it's so hot, especially in LA and Texas. 
a lot of places I'm shipping to. Let me do that. Oh, man. Oh, I can also put this kind of cool little touch on it. So I started learning, had boxed up all my orders. I was like, wait, how do I get my shipping labels? And so then I was like, well, damn, I guess I got to buy like a printer because I was trying to find like go to the <laughs> library and print them and. And that just wasn't working. And I was getting stressed out because I was like, it's been a week and I haven't shipped them. People are going to start like winning their money back. And I was having a meltdown. That's why we don't support exactly. businesses. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and nobody knows this, but I was like having a meltdown. And then one of my best friends, he called me and he was like, hey, how you doing? I was just like, I'm not shipping them. And I was supposed to ship them today. He was like, why don't you ship them tomorrow? And I was like, well, because I, I, he was like, you just launched a business. Nobody's going to be mad <laughs> right. at you, bro. Like, it's okay. Um, you know, and so I just learned, first of all, you just have to leap because you don't know what you don't know until you're in the mix. So that's the first thing of this very long-winded exercise. Second is like, even though you do research, like it's not all going to be relevant to you and you might actually be wasting a lot of time just researching because I would watch endless videos. Even after I already have my formula, like maybe I can improve it. Let me watch all these other people make body butters. Girl, Why? You got your stuff that you like. They didn't actually teach you nothing new. And I realized a lot of them actually had bad information afterwards. <laughs> and so, yeah, trust yourself a little bit. And it's okay if you mess up. I think the last thing is that it doesn't have to be perfect before you do something. And that's kind of the fun part. You have to learn to, like, laugh at those moments when you don't have it all together. Mm-hmm. And then you also have to just be okay with, uh, you know, kind of building a plane as you fly in it. Yeah, I love that because it sounds, again, like it's like just take a step. And once you take a step, that's when you realize what you need to do next. So instead of even trying to, like, lay it all out, it's just, like, just go and let it work out. Um, So I'm glad it sounds like that worked out. Um, Now, once you've started doing that, you're getting more and more into it. What place does whole butters take, like, within the work that you're doing now? And, like, because I know most folks might have known you for, like you said, doing, like, meditations and training and things like that. Um, so are you looking to make this the main thing? Are you trying to make it bigger? Is it just like, Hey, when I get some orders, cool. Um, great question. I've been going back and forth with this, but right now it's the biggest thing It's where my most passion is. And so I'm, I'm being driven by where that is. I'm actually taking a step back from teaching classes in person. I'm still teaching all my personal clients, um, you know, meditation, yoga, uh, personal training, all that stuff. I'm still doing that, but, um, and I also still teach with a nonprofit. I teach mindfulness and holistic fitness, health and wellness to a group of adults with learning and developmental disabilities, which I love. So those are my people. But my main focus and all my energy is going towards um, whole butters and holistic, H-E-A-U-X, holistic, mm-hmm. um, right now. Because that's just where my heart is. Like, I get most excited when I think mm-hmm. about that. What makes you so excited about that, you think? I think because... My problem that I was running into being a solopreneur and an entrepreneur who teaches services is I was running into not being able to scale myself. Mm -hmm. And I was running myself into the ground trying to serve everybody. And I was exhausted. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was like, how can I love on more people and share the things that I'm doing? In addition to all the things I already am, like I already have YouTube videos. I already, you know, do stuff on social media. Like how else can I love on people? And I feel like after sharing whole butters and having people reach back out to me and tell me, you know, how big of a part of their journey it's become or, you know, even them seeing me do it, how that's inspiring them. I'm like, oh, man, products are a way that I can actually love on people from afar. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of cool. Like, that's a cool way to share my journey and share all the things that I believe in, you know, with people who I might not ever meet. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that is fair. Um, and it's interesting because it really is like whatever you're actually excited about, you do put more like love and care into um 
you might have more impact because of that um, as opposed to any time we're doing something where it's just like, oh, this again, or I got to wake up today and do this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people can tell. So that's really good to have that enjoyment there. I hope that enjoyment um, stays with you as you continue to grow in the product space. Um, so if your brand is like holistic uh, wellness and this is all about taking time, to take care of yourselves, et cetera. Um, how have you in this last year, like starting whole butters and, you know, even moving like through the pandemic and everything, um, what have kind of, has kind of that up and down look like for your own kind of self journey? Ooh, baby. Um, the beginning of the pandemic just amazingly found me at like a rock bottom. Like I was ending a relationship. I was just feeling all the things, um, all of my like trauma and all of my you know negative personal narratives and things that I was working to overcome like you know anytime as a breakup it kind of just amplifies everything else Mm -hmm. and so I was just really feeling so low like I just remember like I would cry so much and that's on top of the pandemic and I'm like very sensitive to energy so it's just a lot going on for me as a person um but now I would say I'm at my best I've ever been mentally physically emotionally spiritually uh it's definitely been like a uh, very sharp up and down the whole way with a little curves and stuff in between, but um, still steadily inclining the whole way. I think that, yeah, the beginning, like that, literally that February was when the breakup happened. And then March was when the world shut down. And I'm so I'm grateful for the time to stop and tune into myself and really actually have to sit with myself. Uh, Cause I'm one of those people who runs around so much that I didn't even have time to realize that I, you know, wasn't facing some things. And so whenever the world shut down, I was like, oh, hello, all these things I haven't been dealing with. And, you know, through physical fitness, through meditation, through therapy, through podcasting and journaling and walking around outside, all of the things I talk about in my self-care journey, like all of that's like really helped me get to where I am right now. Man, when we think about it, like a lot of stuff has happened in the last couple of years, like pandemic, obviously like crazy shifts, um, crazy shifts, uh, the whites running up in the, the <laughs> they act like to act Congress, like didn't happen. Like yeah, like uh, yeah, like getting off of Trump elections, like all then, of the protests. Even now, yeah, a lot of protesting. Even now, like with all of these like gun violence and things, and it's just like there's always so much going mm. on. How empathetic are you as a person? Like, does all of this stuff around the world affect you and make it harder for you as an entrepreneur to like? you know, have that way and the weight of your own work and like maybe work issues and other things with family relationships, et cetera. Like how does, where, where does the most like weights come from? Um, I do feel things very heavily, like when, like there's a lot of energy. So COVID and the school shootings and like not to make those things about me, but I very much feel the energy and like am very impacted. Um, but I would say my, my biggest weights would be, probably for the people that I care about a lot. Like I tend to carry a lot for them, but that's also been a big shift over the past two years, which is why I'm kind of just like meh about it right now (laughs) is that I've learned that, you know, being an empath doesn't mean I have to take on other people, Mm. other people's things. And that has been a game changer because girl in like any type of service, 
I end up being a low key therapist and by no means am I saying that I do their job or I'm as good at nothing, but like people share, people love to talk. They love to be heard. They need those spaces. And when you hold a lot of space, you pick up a lot of energy. And I remember when I first did my yoga teacher training, I asked them, how do you clear your energy? Because afterwards people will come up to you and tell you their whole life story. They're depressed. Their mom died. Their dog died. They lost their job. They're broke. They about to get kicked out their house right after a yoga class and you about to go into another class and you're like, uh, so, you know, I've just learned to empathize with them, but not to take it on. And what that looks like is, um, one is I have people in my life who notice when I'm doing it and they're like, Hey, you, uh, you falling into a sis. Why are you, why are you caring so much about this right now? Like, that's not your weight to carry. Like, give it back to her, let it go. But, um, also, just making sure I stay up on my own personal care. Like I, if I'm not taking care of myself, I will get blown off kilter by anybody else's stuff. I try to like hold space for. And so I've been much more set in my boundaries about like, if I don't have space, I'd be like, Hey, I don't, I don't have it right now, but I can, can I call you back in a couple of days? Or I'll just say like, Hey, I can, you know, listen for a little bit, come back later. Or no, actually I, I don't have the space this week. I love you though. Like you are so supportive, but I just don't have the space this week. Yeah, I'm glad you went into that because the you did say something a little early that made me think about that and why I was um kind of glad you went down that road because I, I do feel like you used to talk more about or things would be more based around like you helping other people or dealing with other people or listening to other people all the time. Um, do people still reach out to you as much? Like do you feel that it's a, shifted a little bit how much people reach out to you or that you just maybe have a little bit more of a different boundary? People still reach out. I will be in a coffee shop minding my own business. Mm -hmm. And people like people come up. Somebody asked me for a hood because they liked my energy, which it might be a creepy uh, thing. I hate when people do stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but then it's people like, like right. will like I'm at freaking Trader Holes and somebody will start telling me their life story. And I'm like, how did I get here? Mm -hmm. um, I'm much better with boundaries. Mm -hmm. I'm much, much better with boundaries. And I think that that's the, all the difference in the world. Mm -hmm. It's like now, but also, you know, what you put onto the universe, the universe respects. So now that I, I'm better at boundaries, like people don't ever press me about it. They don't ever push them. They very much respect them mm -hmm. and encourage me to respect my own boundaries whenever I notice that I'm falling off. That's good. Well, that's good to have other people, too, who can who know, like, what you're trying to do so they can kind of help catch you as well. Mm -hmm. um, what is what is your life looking like as far as I know you live by yourself? Um, how do you divvy up your time with other human beings? Ooh, great question. Um, I need a lot of alone time. I'm really great with people. Have you always, though? Yeah, I'm an only mm -hmm. child, and um, mm -hmm. I grew up being alone most of the time like my mom you know always had two three jobs so I was always by myself so mm -hmm. I, di I didn't realize that I needed that until I got into college and like wasn't a really by myself and I would be so irritated or drained and I couldn't figure out why and then as I've learned myself I'm like oh I really need this time mm -hmm. and so um my time is divvied up the mornings are for me they're not like I have like an hour at least every morning that's just for me for meditation for whatever I need to do in that moment. If I need to go run, if I want to read a book, if I want to just drink my coffee and sit and listen to silence, um, that's that. I set aside time for my clients and to, you know, answer questions for emails for clients, but also to be in person with them. Like two days a week, I am front, like client facing and three days I'm not which is nice. That's a huge change. I used to see clients every single day almost. Mm -hmm. And now it's two days a week. Yes, they're long. But after that's that, good. yeah, y'all ain't got me after that. Mm -hmm. That's everything else. That's all my laptop work. 
I can answer emails, but I'm only seeing people two days a week. And that's been beautiful for my energy because it's exhausting when you have to create space and hold space as a teacher for people all day long. Yeah, I can imagine probably like being in Zooms all day. And it's like, you don't want to do this every day. Mm -hmm. Um, So what does it look like then for you to, with your schedule and routine now, like what else do you feel might need to change? Or is there anything that you can identify um, that you do want it to be different? Eventually, I want um, to teach only because I want to teach. I would like to teach more corporate clients and and using my gifts and ways to touch more people on different levels. Um, so that would look like, excuse me, less um, less personal training, less one-on-one type of services, less things like that in the future. I've still got at least, you know, like I think six months I got that I feel comfortable and like committed and want to do that. Um, so if you, it's like literally how you spend your time and like how you, how you're spending your work hours is what you would want to change. Uh, yeah. And then the question was to change them just how I want to like, yeah, anything in your routine. Now you're like, uh, I, I wish there was oh. something kind of different, like with my routine or with the way my week goes. Um, I mean, mine is pretty flexible. Mm-hmm. Like it's very flexible. And the benefit of having only personal training clients really is like, if I need to cancel my day for a self care day, all of them are canceled mm-hmm. and they're, they understand, you know, cause I have the same policy with them. And so my days are pretty flexible. I, I actually really enjoy how much flexibility I have right now. Cause I'm like, Oh, I can go to the beach this morning mm-hmm. and then come back and podcast or, you know, do whatever we want to do. And so I, I really enjoy where it is right now. The flexibility I would like to see is to be in another country whenever I want to. Mm-hmm. And so building Why towards you, that, you do that training. Uh, yeah. Cause of training. But I also really enjoy what I do. And so maybe it's just, you know, train them on Monday, leave and then come back next Monday or the oh, a beautiful uh, revelation that I've had over the past two years is like I can hire people to teach whenever I'm gone or when I don't want to do that, like for my clients. And that has been so nice to not only expand their exposure to other holistic health and wellness practitioners, black, brown, male, woman, non-binary and otherwise, because they need to see that and experience people other than me, but also, you know, to get my friends paid. It's been so nice. Yeah, but you asked me a lot of questions about team and building a team. Do you feel that you eventually want to have a team in, in whatever space it may be, but do you feel like that's where you want to go to where you're actually managing more people? Um. Yes and no. I don't want to have to be the day-to-day manager of people, so maybe I'll hire somebody to do that. But I notice, like, as I'm scaling my butters, um, I'm actually talking to a team of people right now who could start making them for me and shipping them out for me. And so that would be, you know, a team that I have to teach and manage. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out what that looks like. And then also having like admin, like a virtual assistant to help me do all those things. Mm-hmm. So yes and no, I don't want to have to do day-to-day management because I, the day-to-day stuff burns me. That's what killed me about having a nine to five, which was really a six to six, but that's what burned me about being an engineer is the day-to-day shit. Hated it, hated it. Um, so hiring somebody to help me do that. But I will say that is one of the things where that's what, that's where things change is like when you start bringing more people in, it's like now there is more of that stuff um, that has to be done to make sure like that it is a well-oiled machine. Um, and so that's why, you know, as, as businesses grow and take a shape of their own, it's like that's why people kind of can fall out of it or whatever because it's like you don't like this part, I just want to do this. But like you already said, you're just identifying the places you do want to put somebody. So um, you already know what to do. It's just a matter of when you get there. No, not maybe not even doing it. You might not even need to do it now either. Like – you don't have to rush a team unless it's like, 
hey, I'm getting more speaking engagements now. So it's like, let me spend more of my days getting that check while y'all do this for me. Um, but if you can do it all, do it all. Flexibility is incredible. And that's super a blessing. Um, right now, what would you say is something that still kind of gets you down? Like, is there anything or any space where you're still like, man, like it keeps happening, like a rut that you kind of in? Bruh. <laughs> Welcome to my therapy sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like because I'm such a self-aware person um, and sometimes to a fault, it's like cool because I'm noticing all of the pers- all of the growth I'm having, like in situations with relationships and business where I used to have issues. But I'm noticing that they're still coming up and I get so frustrated with myself mm-hmm. that it's still coming up that then it just starts to ruin other things in my life. I don't know if that makes sense, but like, for example, um, let's say like with, you know, the person I'm dating that, you know, I feel, feel a type way about something, but I've already been talking about that in therapy and working through it. When I feel that way, I get mad at myself for feeling that way, which doesn't make sense. And then that just exacerbates like everything else in my life. And so it becomes this like vicious cycle of just irritating things. Cause it's like, I know what's happening. Mm-hmm. So I say like, that's probably one area is just like me getting mad at myself. So I'm really working on it, but it still happens. Um, and then another one, something that gets me down is like, I'm not where I want to be to be able to do all the things that I want to do, like take care of my mom and do different things. Like I'm just not there yet. And it hurts like that. I, I can't do the things that I want to do. Does it feel like a lot of pressure, like, as we get older for you, does it feel like more pressure to, like, I guess, air quote, like, have it all together? Or, you know, I don't know if you already had um, kind of marks in your mind of where you want it to be. But for sure, I know just looking around at what you could do right now, always. But there's always that, what you could do. Yeah. Um. So, like, what, how do you deal with that pressure? Um. I just remind myself, it's like, one... Girl, I thought I was going to be married before I was 25 Mm -hmm. and have kids before I was 30. So I'm not an old mom. Thank God that didn't freaking Mm -hmm. happen. Um, So I have to remind myself, like, those goals and things I set were arbitrary. And although I have places where I want to be, my life has been so incredible. And there's so many amazing things happening that there's no way I could have seen or predicted or planned for. And so anytime I notice that, it's just, you know, the positive reinforcement um, and using a lot of the evidence, like Steve Hahn talks about, you know, when with imposter syndrome, like using a lot of the evidence, like girl, like look at, so good. man, he's so he's great. He's one of my favorite people to like, just have stayed connected with from the podcast that I met. So shout yeah. out to him. He'd be aggressive every morning mm-hmm. though. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. dog, you don't yeah, take a break. It's a holiday. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so just being kind to myself, um, which I know sounds silly, but it really actually works because beating yourself up doesn't get you anywhere ever. And then giving myself evidence and then also being so strict about my routine that I'm more balanced to start with. So even when those thoughts arise, because we can't stop negative thoughts from happening or feelings or any of that stuff, like I'm more balanced and come from a healthier place to deal with them by taking care of myself. So what are the keys for your happiness? Like, is it an overall just taking care of yourself? Yeah, as um, I'll say, yeah, taking care of myself, making sure I'm sleeping good, exercising, eating well, all those things we talk about. But then also making sure my my schedule has, you know, space for adventure because I really like spontaneous, like, eh, I'm going to go to the beach today or I'm going to go hiking or I'm going to go do whatever, get a tattoo, I'm going to go do something. Like, I like being able to kind of move around and do different stuff and then also just spend time with people that I love. Like, though, that's so necessary for me. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, do you feel any pressures around 
having a family or like so really um you know having a relationship be at a certain space in any of those things um not no not really I do think that I have a question within myself, like, do I want to have kids? Is it selfish to have kids right now in this crazy-ass world that we live in? Um, so I just feel unsure of exactly what I want because I've always thought that, like, man, I'm going to be a bomb-ass mom. I'm going I'm, to you know, be great. And if I do choose to have kids, I am going to be a bomb-ass mama. But now I'm like, I don't even know if I want to have kids or if that's in my future. So I'm kind of sitting with that. I have no answers. But with the relationship, I'm just like, you know, letting things flow. Um and from a much healthier place than I ever have before. So before I was like, oh, I'm just letting it flow because either they didn't want a relationship and I was like lying to myself to stay in the situation and try to get this person to want things. And now it really is just like, yeah, let's just see what's ha- what happens. How do you know? Um, that I'm in a healthier place. How do you know that it, you are just being like, oh, let's see what happens and that you're not really in the back of your mind. You really just hope for a certain outcome. Um, that's a really good question. Uh, or maybe I shouldn't even say, how do you know? But like, like, do you really feel confident in that? Cause I, and I just said, cause a lot of times I'll question like, just cause we know we like air quote should be doing, it's like, all right, I still really want X, Y, Z. So like, what's the balance of like, do you really feel like you're free of that or that you are just more cognizant of? Mm, I feel like. I do eventually, you know, want a partner to share my life with. I feel like I'm open, like actually open to when and how that happens and kind of what what the journey looks like to get there. I have actually taken the limits off what that has to look like. And I'm constantly unlearning all of our our socialized like norms around what relationships have to look like to be successful. But I will say I am very well respected, very well loved, nourished in my relationship and so I like Mm -hmm. feel good about that so I you know it's checking my boxes right now and the moment it doesn't I I'm in a place to actually speak up and say something or walk away and that's cool too good yeah and I'm glad you brought back nourish because it sounds like um with going into new work endeavors or recognizing the things you do and don't want to do that you just are feeling more nourished your relationships seem like um they are more nourishing how will you know I guess going into the end of this year (laughs) Um, that, yep, like, I really stuck to this uh, word of being nourished. Like, is there anything else that you are you want to happen or that you see in the near future that would be like, this would seal the deal on me doing what I wanted to do this year? Mm, very good question. Um, I would know I was nourished by feeling because, I, like I said, that's what inspired the whole thing, so how mm. I feel at the end of the year. Um, But I will know that I did that if I kept my word to myself. So if I do keep up my routines, if I do launch this next batch of products, which I'm about Mm -hmm. to, um, if I if I'm true to, you know, letting go and shedding the things that I don't want to do anymore, which is like me teaching classes. I only teach one now and pretty soon. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Um, And not because I don't love people, but because I love myself more. Mm -hmm. And so just making sure that I stay true to that. All right. So basically sticking to what your plan has been. So you've had a plan Mm -hmm. and you've just been slowly transitioning out. Um, And I think that's important to recognize, too, that everything's not like some super fast thing or it's not like I don't want to do this anymore. And You just stop. And um, that's life of that. It may take a minute to really want to leave certain people or, you know, certain clients and partners and things like that or even to change like your brand and and, you know adding a new logo here and there and like all those things are scary um so definitely as we wrap up with you want to um 
uh, we commend you. We, who is we? <laughs> we. Who is we? Me. <laughs> um, me Not and my other personality. Uh, I commend you, Carly, for all the work that you've been doing to have a vision and then to move towards that. I think progress always feels good and like steps always feel good um no matter how fast they are no matter how deep it is or if you have to scale back and like let me just focus on this one thing um because now you actually see something moving that gives you like your confidence and also builds up yeah and creates momentum and so definitely continue to ride the wave of momentum um and congratulations on hope butters uh tell everybody i know you had spelled it out one time so i was going to make sure you did that um, but tell everybody where they can check out kind of this new line and the products that you're working on now. Absolutely. Um, and thanks for interviewing me. It feels so mm-hmm. good to be on this side of the well, look, I didn't have to even ask you. So if you, did, you would be like, this is what happened. And then the three things I learned, I was like, all right, girl, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Um, y'all can find me at holistic, dot com. Uh, and sign up for my email list so that y'all can be abreast of all of the new products mm-hmm. and also check out Ho Butters. Um, everything sits on the site as well as the new products that are about to launch. You can find me on social media um, at Holistically Dope, H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-A-L-L-Y-D-O-P-E. thought about changing that too, but I was it's like, look, you doing a lot, sis. Yeah. And everything's linked together. So if you go to my personal site, my business site, whatever, it's all going to get you to holistic.com so go check that out if you haven't bought a butter you ashy so go ahead and get some um <laughs> let me know what you think of it but you probably are and they're good too i love them um i have to get a, i run through them pretty quick though because it's like i like to really like if i'm gonna use it i gotta oh, really too. use it yeah um so i've tried i think all of the different scents and i like them a lot so they are really good um and then i've had a few people try them as well from mine so it's definitely a good product do recommend yeah, see, real life uh, customer. So definitely check me out there. Let me know, you know, what you think. I'm always listening to feedback. I am the only person behind it right now. So I'm <laughs> answering all the things. Uh, leave me some reviews if you do. Do you get like a lot of questions and stuff or not really? Uh, the question I get asked the most is, is this for men and women? Oh, and I'm which like, is interesting. Why would you need to ask that? I wonder. Um, I think because my branding skews like more towards pastel type colors which is actually based on sunset and you know you gotta put sport and make it blue for the boys you know what i'm saying Uh, you know but it's i guess it's interesting because you're like all right it's a cream so like why yeah it's a lotion it's for skin but then i also get questions about lotion in general um because apparently some people don't wear lotion Mm. and i say that like very straight face because so what kind of questions though um it's like uh do with this yeah like when do i put it on um, um, how much do I use? Uh, yeah, can men just, wear this? <laughs> I'm like, you don't. My first question, because to one of my friends, I'm not disrespectful to people I don't know. I was like, you don't wear lotion, right? <laughs> and he was like, no. And I was like, okay, well, so, that's, yeah, we got to yeah, take this, this all the way back. This might not be the product for you, but if you do, um, yeah. So that's probably what <laughs> I get. You don't wear lotion for real. Look, I mean, if you moisturize, you might not need to, but. As for me and my house, I need a little bit of some kind of butter, some shade, <laughs> something. Something. Yeah, something, something to get there. up in there. All right. Well, thank you, Carly. Um, any other tip, gem, word of advice that you have for, for us? You usually have a little something. Man, I do. That might be on your heart today. <laughs> Man, using all my language today. we got to go. We yeah, we do. We late. <laughs> um, I would say remember to take moments for yourself two things one is take a moment for yourself in between events or meetings or whenever you're transitioning Mm -hmm. like seriously sit in your car or sit somewhere for five minutes and just take a breath for yourself 
it does numbers for clearing your headspace and resetting your energy. And the second thing is to do something to bring yourself joy every single day. It doesn't matter what it is. It can be small. It can be large. It can be buying yourself a coffee. It can be buying yourself a trip. Whatever you need to do, you know, going outside, getting sunshine, do one thing that brings yourself joy every day and watch how it changes your life. Just watch. Don't believe me. Just watch. <laughs> Thank you, Carly, for being on the show. Oh, you're always on the show. Thank you for being the interviewee today. Um, thank you all for listening and definitely leave comments, questions, whatever you have for Carly this week. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Yeah.